and welcome to this episode of When Friends Come Over. I'm Hannah and today I'm in conversation with my friend Dana Evanow from Canada and we are talking about cultivating playfulness. So When Friends Come Over is all about connection, conversation and community. So I hope that you learn something, get an idea for yourself and your friends and uh, yeah, as always, so appreciate you taking the time to spend here and please do like, subscribe, share, do what those podcast things allow you to do. So enjoy today's episode. <laughs> Dana. Okay. The reason that I am talking to you, Dana, about cultivating playfulness is I couldn't think of a better person to talk to about this purely because when I think of playfulness, I obviously have always thought of you. And I met you at the start of 2020, literally like March, March, 2020. And then obviously some things happened in the world. And I was reflecting on, you know, the last, I guess, three years that we've been friends, the consistency of your playfulness and your joy that you've brought to my world. I couldn't have thought of someone better to have done that with. And the other thing I was reflecting on just as I was thinking about playfulness was those that question that you'd ask yourself of like who you'd want to be stuck on like a deserted island with. Obviously, you'd want someone to bring joy and playfulness to your world. And I was thinking, well, actually, who would I have wanted to have had a regular connection with during lockdown was definitely you. The amount of playfulness that you brought to my spirit through all of that was just amazing. And then again, when I was thinking of who would I want to be like stuck on a beach with when it gets rained, rained out? <laughs> if I was by myself, I probably would have been miserable. But having recently just been in Florida with you and getting completely rained out on, <laughs> I couldn't have imagined a better person to be in that situation with. And then on top of that, I was thinking, who else would I want to be stuck on the Tower of Terror ride with than a very very playful person uh so I was just thinking yes that is what she brings to my world she brings so much playfulness and so much joy to my world so talking about cultivating playfulness on when friends come over is you Dana oh that's so kind I'm like delighted to be here with you I love it first question I want to ask is when you think of being playful what comes to mind for me I think it always comes back to childlike wonder and I think it it kind of taps into the magic of our humanity and I think when I think of playfulness I just think of kind of the freedom and the liberation of your true authentic self being able to express itself and so you kind of have that inner child uh wonder magic there's this like fluidity there's this like there's just this flow and this wonder and curiosity that you kind of bring to everyday life. Do you think actually I was I was at my sister's the other day and she was scheduling some play dates for her like four daughters and it just I guess because this was a topic that I was thinking of I was like wow we don't say play dates anymore. That's just not something that you do unless you're a kid and I was like no I think I want to change that. But do you do you try and plan play dates? I totally do. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I I'm like I mean, I think it's for me a balance of spontaneity and then like intentionality, but 
there's times that I'm like, man, I need something to look forward to. I need some playfulness. I, I think as adults, we just, we're constantly juggling so many responsibilities. We have work, we've got relationships, we have things we're doing in our community. We're stewarding so many things in our life. And if we're not intentional, we can just get locked and we just take life so seriously. And so I think I am really intentional throughout my day to be like, okay, I need to get up from the desk. I need to put on some music and just start dancing. But then I think I look at my week and my month and I'm like, oh, man, my spirit, my heart really wants to go do this thing. When can I do that? You know, so I think it's sometimes just touching base with those little desires or those little nudges that it's like your inner child. It's just your heart. Your spirit is like, man, I'd really love to go and do that hike. Or I'd really love to go and take a new dance class. Or I'd like to try that new exercise thing. Or I'd really like to go try Lebanese food or some other cultural food. Or I just want to try something. And so then it's trying to go, how can I put that in? So with a play date, it's like with someone that you know that you want to spend time with. I was actually just reading about play dates and just how like as adults, we need play dates. So I love that. I love that you brought that up. Because I think it's like, I think it's so crucial to our humanity to schedule play, play times, play yes. dates, play times, whatever you want to call it. I just think it's crucial. And I think it, it then at least sets the intention. And I think it's even a playful way of, of communicating with people, isn't it? Of going, hey, I, I don't want to just have coffee with you. I actually want to have a play date with you, which means let's do something that is more playful. So I, I just knew that I was when... It was just really nice to have been speaking with my sister and she was talking about that. And it was already a trigger for my mind to be like, yes, I want to schedule some intentional play dates with myself or with others or with an experience. And so I just knew that that would be something that you effortlessly do. But I am curious, is it something that you've felt you've always had in you or has it been, I guess, a process? Because to me, from your energy, it comes effortlessly, which I know for me, it definitely does not. So I know... I often go, wow, I'm really lacking this, but I know this beautiful friend who brings it out in me. Uh, So yeah, has it always been effortless for you? I mean, I want to say that I I feel like it's been a part of me since I was little. I I also want to say I've been on a healing journey with it too, though, because I think in some seasons I felt I had to pull it back and that lie of, oh, what if I'm too much? What, what if this playfulness is too much? And I think it's like learning um, how do you bring your true authentic self? So I think, yeah, there has been, a, I think it's just something that um, has been a part of my personality and has been this kind of expressive, just kind of joyful, playful thing. But I, I will say that there's been some seasons where I've like really dimmed my light or I've pulled it back out of fear fear is a massive thing a fear of being misunderstood or fear of being judged or fear of being too much. And so something is really beautiful when you feel safe. I think when any human truly feels safe, um, they're more playful because playfulness requires vulnerability. And Mm. it's very intimate when you're truly playful with someone, you feel safe and there's a connection and an intimacy and just a vulnerability that's there because there's kind of this, like, are you going to meet me here? Like if I'm playful with you, it's kind of like you're extending something and you're like, are you going to take my hand? Are we going to go here? Or is someone going to be like, no, why would you do that? Why would you say that? Why would you initiate that? Why would you think, you know? So there's that kind of thing. So in answering your question, yeah, I think it's always been a part of me, 
but I think in different stages of my humanity and different environments and atmospheres and peoples, it's been so celebrated and it's like unlocked other people and permissioned other people. And then in some places I'm like, Ooh, it's like, I'm a turtle that puts its little head in. And I'm like, do I feel safe to be my playful self here? Do you find, I guess, from that, what would you say if, if you can tangibly recognize if that's the right word, what have been the benefits for you of being more playful when I'm more playful, this happens. Yeah, I'm way more creative playfulness like unlocks this freedom and I'm more creative and it's like I'm just my true authentic self which then creates more connection with people Mm. I feel like ideas flow I feel like I'm way healthier (laughs) like the, the more playful I am the more healthy I am mentally emotionally physically I think the creativity is a huge one and I think it's like that refreshing I feel revived I feel refreshed I feel like wow, there's so many more options. There's so many more possibilities when I'm playful. Playfulness and presence are such a connected type of thing because I mean, I know from being in your company as well, what I find with playfulness comes and in not intense, maybe that's not the right word, but like it's so connected with being present. Have you, have you found that to be true for yourself? Yeah. I think so because playfulness for me, it's really like intentional with the person that I'm connecting with, but also the environment. So I'm present in where I'm at and I'm thinking, wow, rather than me just going through the motions, Mm. what's something that I can be curious or childlike with or bring some wonder or bring some magic with? So I might be with someone at the grocery store and instead of us just like, yep, yep, get our things, go to the grocery, pay for it. I'm like, I'll do a little shimmy and I'll like dance down the grocery aisle and I'm being present as we do this task, but then I'm being playful and someone might be like, okay, girl. And we just like start dancing at the grocery aisle or we're at the bank and I'm just in the lineup and I'll just smile. I'm being present to my surroundings rather than just like on my phone and I'll see someone and I'll just smile at them. And then I might like wink at them or make a comment about their child or their dog, or I'm just trying. Yeah. Presence is a massive thing to to playfulness it's mm. such a connection so I want to ask connected to that on when I was doing some research about just playfulness there was you know there was lots of different things that were coming up on that but there was this random quiz that I found and it like had these 10 quick questions and one of them asked uh and it was trying to I guess it was trying to measure how playful of a person that you are and one of the questions asked was do you often smile when you're by yourself <laughs> And I was like, wow, actually, that is a determining factor of being playful. And I guess being playful is such, it can be such a state of mind and, and something that you can bring into your everyday. But I guess, and during COVID, you would have experienced this a lot because you're so playful. How do you navigate being playful by yourself uh, in whatever situation and whatever, you know, your work days, just when you're in your house by yourself, is, is there a, and, and do you find that that's really important to try and do consistently? That's a great question. Um, yes, I am. <laughs> I am so playful by myself. I So I work from home and I live alone. Got lots of friends in the city, friends and family that I connect with throughout the week. But I mean, COVID was a whole nother beast in itself. Woo! The isolation was real. One of the things that I do every day is I just sing to myself. I sing 
songs that I love. I blast the music. I'll be like singing and I dance like all the time. So I might be just like in the kitchen making a meal and I'm just like, ooh, you know, I'll put on like some candles and I'll put on like my little humidifier thing. What are they called? Like with the essential Demon, oils? Something. Like we can get the, it. Yeah. You know, thing. And I'll play some music and I'm just singing and I'm swaying and I'm vibing. And it's like maybe something new or something old that I love. Um, even today, I was just sitting on my couch doing admin getting a whole bunch of stuff done. And I was like, man, my back's a bit sore. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling that like, oh, I got to do this. And I got to do this. And I was like, you know what I need to do? Jump up for five minutes, get a glass of water, put on a song. And I was just like vibing to myself. So I think, um, I think that's really important that like doing things that make you come alive. Like I know this singing and dancing might not be everyone's cup of tea, but I think even if you don't think that you're a dancer, I think just moving your body, there's something about just like, just the senses coming alive to your senses and swaying your body. There's something really healing in the movement of your body and just even releasing stress or just kind of tension. And so, yeah. And then like smiling, like I totally smile. Like there's a lot of times that if I'm maybe getting overwhelmed or I'm like, wow, there's all of this stuff to do and I can feel my body like kind of tense or I might even be feeling a bit emotional. I'll just like stop and I'll just put my hand on my heart hand on my stomach and I'll just like do some deep breathing and like tune into myself there's something else I do like quite regularly I'd almost say daily <clears throat> is mirror love and I like look into the mirror look into my own eyes and I just speak out things um, that I love about life that I love about me and I just speak up that love why I mention that in playfulness is the more connected you are to your heart and to your soul, you will be playful. So the more you are in a place of connection, of oneness, of celebration, the more you celebrate who you are, who you've been created to be, your uniqueness, your divine design, you will feel safe within yourself and playful. You will feel mm. safe to be in your own presence. And someone could knock on the door and I'm like, hey, you know, and I'm like, come on in, we're having a party. What's up? Oh, you're the UPS guy? Sure, I could say this. Have a great day, sir see you next time. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not like embarrassed by it. I'm like, no, I'm having a party. Me, myself mm. and I, I'm not going. And mm. there's something so life-giving to that. You know, it's like commissioning because you are in this place of love rather than fear and judgment. Mm. And so we can be deliberate to be like, oh, this is a non-judgment space. This is like no fear zone. This is just me connecting with myself. And what would refresh me right now? What would give me life? what would be fun, you know? So yeah, I'm all about being playful on, on your own or like even just going on Instagram and looking at silly reels and laughing to yourself. And then you send them to your friends, but I laugh to myself all the time. Cause sometimes I'm like, I just need to laugh because things are crazy today. Mm -hmm. So I need to laugh, you know? And it's, it brings such, I guess to me when, you know, I recognized in you and, and in myself when I know that I've been intentional about being more playful is that it has such an influence doesn't it like you just can tell when you walk past someone on the street it really in in the world at the moment if they're not on their phone and I you know am guilty of being that person as well of when you look up and see someone who's so in their body and smiling it's such an influence to to do that more and I I would imagine that walking past the street I would imagine that people would look 
because you're stunning as well, but just because there's the sense of security that 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 person seems so happy in themselves, but they're not listening to anything. I think they're just smiling. And I guess to me, it's one of those real encouragements to, to feel secure in yourself. And I guess that's where the having a state of mind of being playful. Um, I guess there's other words you can use for that too, but just, I, I know when I've walked past people and I'm like, oh, they just seem really secure, but playful and joyous. And yeah, I, I could just imagine that's how people probably feel when they walk past you in the street. Thanks. I mean, I try to do it a lot, but there's moments too where I'm walking on the street, listening to music and I'm crying and I'm processing something deep in my spirit. So it's not like I'm this like 24 seven, like, little ray of sunshine like I, I want to bring that joy and that playfulness but you know in our humanity we feel so many different things and mm. girl I have to say being with you too you are so present like being with you in the flesh in Florida your playfulness your ability to like comment on people hey I really love your dress today or wow you have a beautiful smile or every cafe every restaurant wherever we were going you were so intentional to be present and so intentional to affirm and celebrate people and and to enter into like the moment you know so Thank you, you do that too i mean speaking of that because not every day can we be at disney and I'm so grateful that we had a beautiful experience at Hollywood Studios in Disney and the playfulness that you brought out. Like I, I was so like, who could I imagine to be at Disney with was you and another great friend. But the playfulness of you just wanting to dance all the time with the star troopers who really didn't want to dance, but you you weren't stopping that. The best person to be in a line with and to just, you know, those long cues that we could ask questions about. But that is true. We can't spend every day at Disney. And I guess the other, I guess, example I was thinking of about that one was having the, you know, there's obviously there's Tigger and there's Eeyore. They're great examples of Tigger is obviously a very playful person, but not every day do you feel like that or that you want to feel like that. But I think there's that underlying um spirit that you have that still allows you to be you know show the emotions and things like that because you can't just be tigger every day and be like oh my gosh that person is way too intense because tigger can come across super intense so i guess how do you do you find that that's a balance or um yeah i i guess because you don't want to shift too much into uh what am i trying to say i guess yeah how how do you balance not always thinking that you've got to be Tigger because you are so playful, but there are other layers and, you know, to you. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is just being in tune um, with the moment that you find yourself in and not living out of a striving or a performance and letting it just be authentic. I think there was so many times in my life, in my probably like late teens, early 20s, where I just believed the lie that I couldn't feel deep emotions because it was weak. And mm. so I was always okay. I had to be okay. Like some someone else, they didn't have to be okay. I could be there for them. Lean on me. Let me comfort. Let me counsel. Let me do whatever. But I had to be okay. And there was just this like protection. Um, and then I just went through some really beautiful healing and just like more connection with my heart and my soul and my spirit. And I just like realized it is the most... Um, like it's not weakness to not be happy or okay all the time. It's actually human <laughs> and mm. it's actually not possible to live in this constant state of joy and I'm okay. And it's not, you haven't failed 
you're not doing anything wrong with actually being a human going through the human experience mm. so i think playfulness is an art um and a science in a, in a sense but maybe a better way to say it is you need to be in tune of the timeliness of playfulness mm. in your own life and in other people so it's knowing the atmosphere it's knowing the environment and it's knowing the moment that you're in with someone so let's mm. say you and i were having a conversation and you wanted to actually just share some things on your life and process with me. And and let's say we got a little emotional. If I was uncomfortable with that emotion and I just wanted to go up, be like, oh, well, let me just, whoop, let me just get happy and playful and let me just shift the thing. You would feel so unseen, so mm. unheard, and you would feel kind of shut down. Like, wow, here I am sharing my heart with you. And you actually don't have the ability to empathize or hold space. And so you just want to go here. So that can kind of be unhealthy and um it's I think it's just that learned thing of intuition mm. and also listening and being able to actually connect with someone and know what they need in that moment and know yourself what you need in that moment because playfulness can also be really healing so yeah. it could be appropriate too in a conversation when you're with someone that is trusted and they're pouring their heart and soul and you get to kind of the last bit of the moment and you might kind of be at a safe place where you could give a little wink or a nudge or make a cheeky comment or be silly or be sassy. And it, like someone's just been crying and all of a sudden they start giggling and you guys start like laughing so hard. You could be wetting your pants. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So I think it's timeliness. Um, and I think it's most healthy when you actually know that emotions are on a spectrum mm. and that Beautiful. you can space and connect to all of that within you. Yeah. And I know from the last three years, our conversations, which a lot of them had been through FaceTime and through some things that I know without a doubt that I was going going through when I, I for sure know that you were the best person to ask that question to, because not only do you bring so much playfulness, but you've brought so much um, love and support. And I just so clearly remember a beautiful time where I think you sang over me when I was really, when I couldn't walk for, there was like a decent time. And I clearly remember this. I know exactly where I was and you, you sang over me and it was so beautiful. But then I also knew, so you are an expert at what you just said. When you sang over me, when I couldn't walk, it was just beautiful. So, but then also we can then go play at Disney. And so you're absolutely right. The, the timing of that. And I think that's such a, an amazing skill that you have for sure continue to work at, but it's something that I know that you bring to my world effortlessly. And I just wanted to share that with you, but I also wanted to, I guess, um, not kind of wrap it up, but if I wanted to give you a scenario of a situation and I guess how you would handle that or how you would still, yeah, bring and cultivate, cultivate playfulness within that. So scenario is paint to the picture. You're at when friends come over and some friends have come over and, or you're over at someone else's house and you obviously recognize that the intention was to have fun and to, to hang out, but there's two mood killers there. There's clearly some people there that are just intentionally wanting to, I guess, sabotage it a little bit and just, but for no good reason. And so I guess maybe you aren't the one organizing it as such, but you, you recognize in yourself that you're kind of like, Hey, we want to bring some playfulness. And I, I think we've all had situations like that. So I'm just curious in that situation, what would you do to not allow them to overpower or to control the atmosphere? It's a great question. I think I would 
first tune into, okay, um, what is something that I can affirm and celebrate in this person? Because if they're kind of in a negative energy and they're kind of feeling a bit miserable and they're just either criticizing or just kind of drama or gossip and it's just like you can feel the spiral in the room, I'm like, I'm wanting to um, not call that out or not expose them or not make it awkward or do something loud over here. I would want to shift the atmosphere and come in the opposite spirit. So mm -hmm. I would want to come in and go, wow, hey girl, I love that dress on you. My gosh, it is a stunning color. I love how it like fits your figure. Hey, where did you get that? Oh my gosh. Like, and I would shift the energy by mm. bringing celebration and bringing intent to who that person is. Or maybe I might say, I would try to take something that they've said and weave it into maybe a possible experience. Something that I could say of like, um, like, what have you done lately that has made you come alive? What have you done lately of something that maybe sparks some magic in you or has kind of made you feel vibey or depending on who's in the room and depending on what would be appropriate, I would just, I just come in the opposite spirit. So if I'm feeling like, oh, this is like heavy and dark and like icky, I'd be like, hey, how can I bring some lightness, some joy, some beauty, some wonder? What's a mutual topic that they would be able to relate to? What's something that I can make them feel seen, known and heard and loved? Because you can't control someone, but when someone puts attention on you and celebrates you, you might be like, oh, oh, thank you. And it softens them, right? So mm. sometimes with that negative energy, it can feel rigid and cold. But when you bring love and celebration, it softens, it's warm, it's engaging, it unlocks you. Mm. Beautiful answer. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, I want to wrap this up. Uh, and I, I feel that you will be a regular on the When Friends Come Over podcast. There's just so much wisdom and knowledge and joy that you bring to the world uh, that I would love to ask you. And maybe you've got like 60 seconds, well, whatever, you got 60 seconds um, to uh, what are like three things that you would want to give people listening or watching three tips, three hacks to be more playful in their own life? Ooh. Okay. Maybe one is to just approach life with a curiosity and an open-mindedness. Like, so if you're doing a regular thing or something in your work or something, the grocery store, you're at the bank, you're at the gym, something, how can I approach this a bit more open-minded? How can I get curious? What's something fun that I could do that would be new, that would kind of initiate just a moment that could bring connection with someone and just kind of bring that playfulness. Another thing it would be to ask your inner child. So for me, my name's Dana. I'd be like, what is little Dana want to do? What are some like dreams? What is something that either little Dana at seven or 10 or 12 would do, but like, what is something that would unlock me that would feel like just to ask yourself intentional questions? What's something I could look forward to? What is something that would kind of feel like, oh yeah, I can come alive to that. I can release some magic. What's something I can put on the schedule this week or today? What's something that I can interrupt my daily admin or my work or my errands with? What's something I can do today or do this week that would be fresh? It would be out of like my norm. It would be something new. It would be something fun. It would require me to get out of my comfort zone. And the third thing I would say is 
whether or not you think you can sing or dance, I want to encourage you to just like embody movement in your life and put on some music, start to just sway with your body, whether it's like in the bathroom, in the kitchen, in your living room. You know, when you look at kids, when you look at babies, even you put on music and every baby, every kid starts to dance. It is just innate in us as humans. And it's as we grow that we get self-conscious or insecure, or we compare ourselves. So I would just say, just throw all that to the side and just start swaying and dancing and, and moving and even singing too. There's just something that's so liberating about like singing along, even if you just like blast the music you don't really hear yourself just like start singing or try a Zumba class or do like an exercise class of something that just gets you embodied anything that gets you connected to your senses like become sensual connected mm. to sight and taste and touch and sound and movement mm. thank you Dana and okay I'm I'm deciding on because you know this is still a fresh podcast I'm deciding on what if I would do one of those closing traditions or something like that we'll see we'll just experiment with it but in closing, I would want to know uh, when friends come over your place, what's like the number one thing you have to do? Ooh, sure. That's a really good question. Well, there's always like hugs, like big hugs when they come over and like celebratory. Oh, like will you like we have to laugh. I mean, laughter is just like it has to happen. And I can agree that that is definitely what you do and what you've brought to my life. So thank you so much for being on today's episode of When Friends Come Over about cultivating playfulness. You're a playful human and I look forward to our next, well, just connection in general, but our next physical connection as well, somewhere in the globe, wherever that may be. But I love you, Dana. And thank you so much for spending your time with me. Absolutely. Love you so much. You are such a joy. And I am so proud of you with this podcast guest girl it's gonna be amazing so can't wait to see you soon <laughs> thank you love.